Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. With limited experience, it's hard to stand out when you're looking for a job. Furthermore, Who decided an entry-level job can require three to five years of experience? You want to get noticed for what really matters most, your brain power. Jobflare lets you do just that. Jobflare is a free app that allows you to show off your brain power to companies with six 90-second brain games. These games highlight your cognitive aptitude, the number one predictor of job success, to help you stand out from the crowd and get hired. You can also explore companies and learn about their culture, benefits, and job openings so you can find your perfect fit. Jobflare's games were developed by leading psychometricians and have been scientifically validated to measure cognitive aptitude, which is a proven predictor of job performance. With Jobflare, you'll signal to companies that you're a great contender for the job. I personally enjoy the robot inspector and words of a feather. Robot Inspector lets me know that I pay more attention to details than I thought, and Words of a Feather has shown me just how many words I do understand. Jobflare is available free on the App Store and Google Play. Play games. Get hired. Visit jobflare.com success. That's J-O-B-F-L. 
L-A-R-E.com backslash success and download the app today. So we are going to get started with this morning's business training. I'm going to pass it over to D. Antonio T. Smith, Jr., future president of the United States. Well, I sure appreciate you. And thank you, Jerome. The, my, the system is built that way. Where there's, there's never enough too, too much I can, I can hold on and put on. And we can take on about 10,000 customers at once, too, without, without having a hiccup. But it's built that way. And since that was a great transition, Tempest has a fantastic class for you. Something near and dear to her heart because she likes high-quality service. I won't say much else. I will let you know that if you want her business, don't play with her service. But she'll tell you. I'm just telling you who she is. I'm just telling you who she is. If you want her business, don't sacrifice her service. So it's fitting that you said that, Jerome. It's fitting that you said that the customer quality, the product quality, and the customer service isn't going down, it's going up. Because it's designed that way. Tempest, won't you tell them what you just happen to be talking about in 50-something points today? <laughs> I'm talking about mistakes in customer service today, which is ironic because not only what Jerome said, but we just had a major problem in customer service for the last 15 minutes. You know what? You know what? I wasn't going to say nothing, but since you did that. I can't hold it to myself no more. All right. Don't hold it to yourself. For the last couple of minutes, hoping that Jerome keeps talking and it lowers my blood pressure, but he fired me up in a different way. And I looked at my email and now I'm mad all over again. And you're right. I don't like crappy customer service. And as soon as this training is over, I am sending a strongly worded email to a company that has been playing games for the last three days, right? Three, three, three days, days or something. Oh. And we just got caught up in it. We just got caught up in it. Won't you? Okay, let me, let me, let me say, because she's going to say too much. Let, let me say. <laughs> we, You're not going to say <clears throat> we pay. We pay for Zoom, top dollars. And it come out my card every month. Let me tell you, I, I get the notification. It flashed across my little mobile screen every month. It happens. And for the last three days, we've been well, actually four days ago, it came out my card. And then three days ago, we got an email. Hey, they sent an email to everyone on it. Long story short, we are with this company, et cetera that charges a few people for the top thingy of Zoom. Well, apparently they ain't pay their bills, Jerome. And I couldn't make Tempest co-host. Right, right now, we're, we're operating at half of what we normally do. Right now, <laughs> the storage, is, a, is everything's an issue. Every, we had unlimited storage, all sorts of stuff, which we pay for 100% of the time. Never missed a payment. Two years. And we just got on the call with no warning, no email. And Zoom, was, we was on the free Zoom. They kicked us out, basically. They took my money and kicked us out. So don't get her started with this customer service. 
But we just so happy that Pam Norris ready to help you write that email. That's it. They they took the money for the last two years. And that's it. And that's it. Took the money for the last two years. And we just so she's got to my not what I saw she has eight and nineteen. So whatever that's <clears throat> twenty seven. She's got twenty seven points about this one thing that I know of. And it just so happens today that you said what you said and then I got two years worth of high dollar payments and I just got kicked out. So Zoom gonna be getting a call and this company's gonna be getting a call. And I ain't gonna do nothing because Tempest don't handle that. I ain't gotta worry about nothing. Well we wouldn't believe that put in the box because we've been having problems on the podcast. Yeah. We've been having problems. And ha- have you been using our Zoom? Have, have we, we get, did we give y'all that? She does it. Y'all. We're not going to talk about that then. We're going to have to get y'all's. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, either way, it's great the universe has set it up to where you complimented our customer service while we were in the middle of having to, we just literally signed up for Zoom for the first time ever on this call, according to their system, where we've been Zoom customers for two years. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. So anyway, come on back, Tempest. Use it. Use that fire. Use, use that fire for the call. These points are going to be real good now. Real good. Take yeah. it away, Tempest. You know what? When I spend money, I expect a certain level of customer service. And I feel like everybody on this call feels the same way. And it does bother me because you took my money. Very quickly. For two years. Quickly. Two years. I hit submit and the email popped up while the little wheel was furling on the browser. Okay. <sighs> I just, that's not in my spirit. That's not the God I serve. And I just expect a certain level of <laughs> I just expect a certain level of customer service. If you want my money, or worse, you got my money already. Tim, can I? You get started, please. Can I share something? Because I I think this is this is going to help you when you get started. And this is and this is personal, okay? I'm teaching class on Tuesday of this week, and a young lady who has not been in my class for two years, who won't take training from any of our competitors, she said, "Jerome, every time I call in there, I ask, are you there?'" She says, if you're not there, I'm not coming. Well, I appreciate that, okay? Because she thinks I'm a good instructor, okay? So then she says to me, Tempest, that young lady, um, boom, 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 I gave her her name. She said, I got a problem. Don't tell nobody I said this. She says, I got a problem with her. I said, what are you talking about? She says, I was trying to get, she's got a family business. She was trying to sign everybody in the family up for my training. There was a problem. She couldn't. So when she went to put her credit card and everything, and it said it wouldn't take it. So she called the number that was there, talked to this young lady. The young lady says, I can't help you because you got to do everything online at the website. And she said to her, but I went to the website. It won't take my money, but it gave me this number to call. So I'm talking to you. Well, I can't help, and she's like losing her mind. Like, excuse me, excuse me. 
So she finally got her and one employee signed up, didn't get the rest of the family signed up, okay? Calls back again, gets the same type of attitude, okay? What's amazing, uh, uh, Tempest, my training classes have decreased. I only get paid when I train. If they don't get five or more, I don't teach. And I'm sitting there saying to myself, my classes have gone from nine classes a month down to three classes a month. And my brain said to me, if other people are calling in and are having problems with the website and getting this same person in my company, maybe that's the reason why my classes have gone from nine a month to three a month. And that's why I'm having financial problems. And I said to myself, oh my goodness, unbelievable. And she said to me, that is ridiculous customer service. And I said to her, you see that guy right there? She said, I said, yes, that's my boss. And I told her, you bet not go to the president of the company because if you do, somebody's going to really be in there. That's all I said. Somebody's going to really be in trouble because I'm not going to go and, and, and squeal. But when she told me that, I went, oh, my. And she said, Jerome, I wouldn't get training from anybody but you. That's why she put up with the crap that she was getting on the phone because our competitors don't give that good of training. She know I did. And that just blew me away. So I just wanted to share that with you about the essence and the importance of customer service. To, to Tempest, you are absolutely right. If you you going to take my money and then treat me any kind of way, I bet you you won't. I bet you you won't. <laughs> Thank you, Tempest. <laughs> Jerome, you understand, and I don't even feel like I need to go through 27 points because he summarized everything that I want to say. Customer service can make or break your business. I have a bad taste in my mouth, and it's not with Zoom. It's with that middleman person that I have a bad taste in my mouth with, and I can't wait until 2 p.m. Central the time so I can make a phone call. I want the call while we on this call, but I won't do that to y'all. But <laughs> would you would you like me to hop since you sent me your script? Would no. you like for me to just pick out some? Sure. And you me, roll with it. You know me, okay. you know, meek and mild Jesus, and I'm ready to flip it to Jesus, and we not. <laughs> <all the same. laughs> well, that's, that's why we. So so here here we go. I'm gonna throw you one. One of her. Oh, she got eight comment. Well, she she or well, she got. I don't know if it's eight, but she's got some common mistakes we make. She got it broken down into two pieces: common mistakes, okay. and then solutions after that. Right now, I want to say some. <clears throat> Everybody, including the CEO of this company, Tempest, sends to me their scripts before Saturday night as an improve on quality. I'm gonna say that again. Okay, I'm gonna say it again. They send me their scripts, even the CEO. You understand what I'm saying? That's that's impressive. I don't care what you say. That's impressive. That happens every Saturday night, midnight, Central Standard Time. I get them. That's how I have a script. This is how I know. So a week ago, or six days ago, she was gonna talk about this here. That's customer service point number one. And one of the things she has, and I'm going to mix them up, too. I'm not going to go in order. One of the things she has here is monotoned help. <laughs> it's, it's, it says monotone help. And 
You care about your script, not the customer. Tempest, that's your script. Once you go and open that, yes, up. it's my script, and I forgot it was in there. Um, so I'm gonna use Walmart as an example. No offense to Walmart, but they do this so well that I have to use them. Have you ever returned something at Walmart? And it was past the 90 days and you didn't have no receipt, but they know that you got it from Walmart and they hit you with a policy and procedure type of situation. Okay. You want your money back on your Visa MasterCard. They talking about store credit and they said in the way that their manager taught them and the way that their manager taught them was in the driest of tones. They have zero empathy. They don't care that you drove up here and stood in this long line while they was not working but not paying attention to you. And they hit you with that policy and procedure line and you didn't get any results. We treat our own customers that way, not just Walmart. Because <clears throat> I have called some 1-800 numbers. I have called some 713-281 numbers about customer service. And got hit with not a pleasant tone, not with a polygenic tone, with a dry, red-eye commercial tone to tell me that they can't help me. Oh, they know that they are in the wrong. If you are in customer service, and you are as an entrepreneur, even if you're a speaker, trainer, or coach, you are in customer service, and someone approaches you with a problem about your product or your service, and you give them a dry tone, you just lost the customer. And not just the customer, because <laughs> we talk. We go on social media, we get on their phone, or we'll turn around to the person behind us in line and say, girl, don't even try it. They're in a bad mood today. They're not, they not going to help you. And now they about to have a bad experience because they prep for it and they watch the the person give you a bad time now you out in the world in a bad mood all because of one person responded to you in a monotone way because they were taught policy and procedure not customer service so my mom and I had this joke <laughs> I get this from my mom because she is very strict on customer service I have to remind her at certain places everybody wasn't taught customer service People are taught mm. policies and procedures. Sound like I gotta tell you that. No, you don't have to tell me that. That's okay. I got it. <laughs> Everybody. You act just like your mama, though. <laughs> okay. Yes, but we have, <laughs> we got three emails in the last three days that proved otherwise. Okay, they weren't even talking policy and procedure. They weren't taking responsibility which is another point that I'll get to in a few seconds. But With limited experience, it's hard to stand out when you're looking for a job. Furthermore, who decided an entry-level job can require three to five years of experience? You want to get noticed for what really matters most, your brain power. Jobflare lets you do just that. Jobflare is a free app that allows you to show off your brain power to companies with six 90-second brain games. These games highlight your cognitive aptitude, the number one predictor of job success, to help you stand out from the crowd and get hired. You can also explore companies and learn about their culture, benefits, and job openings so you can find your perfect fit. 
Job Flare's games were developed by leading psychometricians and have been scientifically validated to measure cognitive aptitude, which is a proven predictor of job performance. With Job Flare, you'll signal to companies that you're a great contender for the job. I personally enjoy the Robot Inspector in Words of a Feather. Robot Inspector lets me know that I pay more attention to details than I thought, and Words of a Feather has shown me just how many words I do understand. Jobflare is available free on the App Store and Google Play. Play games. Get hired. Visit jobflare.com success. That's J-O-B-F-L-A-R-E dot com backslash success and download the app today. If you are responding to your customers or your clients or your potential customers and clients or you're responding on social media like Antonio showed us yesterday and it's a dry response, that looks bad on you and your product, your services and your brand. And it is so hard to come back from a negative customer service experience. So please don't talk to people in a dry monotone. Is the product called Red Eyes? The guy with the eye drops? What is the eye drops called? It's the, the eye drops. Clear eyes. Clear eyes. Please don't talk to people in the clear eye guy commercial voice trying to fix someone's customer service issue, but you know you're not going to fix it because your policy and procedures are set up away and you don't know how to bend the rules for people who are paying you salary. Antonio? Can I intervene before? Always. Yes, go ahead. Okay, so I'm about to tell on myself. And <laughs> I also want to let you know this is what made my my mess up made me realize what I need to add to these uh, kids was office etiquette, but more so customer service. Because like, Antonio, uh, like uh, Tempest was saying, these kids, they go to work, they don't learn customer service, they learn uh, rules and, you know, procedures. And me working, I'm not going to say the company name, but being an HR person and the way these kids handle themselves, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. And the managers were like, oh, the customers are already right, and then pat the, the child on the back for doing whatever they do behind closed doors, which is wrong. But what I wanted to tell you guys um, was that is a part of my program, the Etiquette Bootcamp. That's something these kids will be learning. Um, what I wanted to tell you guys is when I first started this, my business, and the first event I ever did was a couple's dining etiquette. And so I put on, on Eventbrite, oh, uh, we're having a couple's dining etiquette, told them everything, but you know what I didn't do? I didn't tell them there was going to be a cost for them attending as far as like, it's free. Like you're not paying me, but you're paying the restaurant for whatever food you want. Y'all don't know. This customer was pissed. <laughs> now, I'm telling y'all the word. Mm -hmm. and they, they oh my gosh. Like, and I cried. Oh, I cried on the phone with the person. And I was like, I am so sorry. And I told, you know, I was like, she was like, the next time you do this, she said, you may want to uh, include that we're going to have to pay for our own food or whatever. So I literally took every word that she said, but I was crying the entire time. And she's like, I'm sorry that you're crying or whatever. She said, but somebody needs to tell you before you ever do an event again. So I just want to let you know that was my experience. And from then on, I know, I know, don't ever, you know, disclude something out of an event that you're doing.
So I want to tell y'all my <laughs> experience and let y'all know, yeah, that's a very horrible feeling to let someone down. Okay. Let me let me let me hold up real quick. You didn't just disclude something after customer experience. You discluded the cost you passed on to the customer out the experience. That wasn't just something small. You didn't say Yeah, that was really big. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be three napkins, y'all, instead of six. No. No, no, no. You said, come on here for free. By the way, go ahead and pay for everything. Because me, the host, we didn't pay for nothing. That's what you did. <laughs> that you would have tippets. Just, she would just be just jumping through the roof right now. Okay? And let me tell you, and she, tippets, her, her and her mama are the same people. Her mama's in the 60s. She's old enough to just stand up in church at any time ago. Pastor, I got something to say. One of them. One of them. She one of them. And Tim is act just like her. Tim is act just like her. So that would be the baby boomers you would have lost too with that one. Okay? Just want you to, I want you to think that's the young folk thing. And I, so I, want, I want to add on to that. After she had called me, I went and called on everybody else to mm, hear mm, mm. what they had to say about the situation and stuff. And all, all the responses were different. Some was like, no, they should have known. That's expected. Da, da, da. And some was like, you know, they didn't say nothing, but they told somebody else about it. So I guess that one person spoke for the group. But I was just like, or, for me, that was a learning or, lesson for me. That was a learning lesson you if you were doing an, an anonymous survey so they can speak to they had to say it to you so they didn't want to hurt your feelings. Had it been an anonymous survey, you probably you probably would have got some different feedback. But no problem. Glad you learned that. Here's another thing Tempest had. Wait, 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 wait. I'm I, sorry. I'm sorry. I cannot press past that omission that Talisha just talked about because we went through that and it wasn't a dinner it was thousands of miles away going out to maui going out to maui and they said hey you pay this amount and you're gonna get this 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 we get ready to check out of the resort and this lady at the front desk say you owe five hundred dollars yep and we ain't ordered nothing extra what that was just for breathing it was just for breathing. <laughs> they failed <laughs> to include the daily resort fees and the daily housekeeping fees in the total price. So what if we wow. didn't have $500? Don't forget I didn't get reimbursed for my ticket. Didn't get reimbursed <laughs> for a ticket. Okay. That was, that was in the contract. That in was in the, the contract. contract. Nothing that they promised happened, but okay, y'all want to reimburse for a flight? All right, but this unexpected five hundred dollars when I'm on the way out the door? Yeah. All right, so let yeah. me explain what happens. Let me explain why that happens because it's going to set tempest up for her next. Well, it's not her next plan. One out of order, but for the next one, I want to bring up. There was no plan for customer service. Mm -hmm. The plan was I'm going to raise money. And I just know everyone's going to buy my stuff. And I'm going to have enough money to cover this stuff. There was no plan for customer service. The whole idea was, let me start off at a zero bank account. 
uh-huh. and then use their money to take care of us. Which leads me to Tempest's next point, which literally reads, and I will read it word for word, companies that have zero customer service, not as zero as in bad, no contact, no phone number, and there was no handling of customer service at all. As in, you go and Google the company and you still can't find a phone number because they never intended to do any customer service and we've all been there. Tempest? Wow. <laughs> this is why I research before I buy. This is why I research everything before I buy. Because if you want my money and I can't get in touch with you, we got a problem. I need to be able to call or knock on somebody's door because you got my money, my stuff not working, or I need to have a conversation with you and you took my money and now I can't find you? Now let's pause real quick. How many of y'all right now, the way your business is set up, and don't lie, you don't even got to say it out loud, but the way your business is set up, you have no plan for customer service. If you think I'm going to answer the call when they call me, that's not a plan for customer service, okay? You have no plan for customer service. That's most businesses. So, Tempest, why did you put in here this no plan for customer service? What made you include that? It was actually the last one of the eight. What made you include that? I included it because I think as entrepreneurs, we forget the customer service part of our businesses. We focus on the product. We focus on the service. We focus on social media. We need marketing tips. We want to grow, grow, grow but we neglect to have constant communication with our customers. Even, even nonprofit organizations should have a way for your customers or your clients or your community to reach out to you because you never know. Somebody might just need to talk. Somebody might have like your next best idea. But if you intentionally don't have a way for people to talk to you, and you're telling them, don't buy from me. I'm not ready for you. And you might as well close up the shop. Imagine you could contact Amazon. You would be highly upset. Well, that's the reason they're so successful. They have a huge, a huge chunk of their budget, their energy, and their effort on customer service. Tempest. How easy is it to return something from Amazon? It is simple. You click a button and they give you a shipping label and you send it off. And before you send it off, the refund is in your account. Yeah, I pay attention to that. They give you a shipping label, depending on what you got, they'll even give you the box. Hmm. You don't have to go to the post office. Now, but here's what most of us would have did. What most of us would have did was you didn't go to the post office to buy, but I make you go to the post office to return. Wow. That's powerful. Amazon is $3 trillion companies now. 
three of them. Microsoft just retained the second one yesterday. I mean, third one yesterday, excuse me. Amazon, Apple, Microsoft. And they all have fantastic customer service. How many of you wouldn't mind being in a $100 billion club? Customer service is going to get you there. All right, let me pull up something else simply said. Oh, late responses. Why'd you put that one in there, Tempest? I'd rather you not have a way for me to contact you than for you to contact me two, three weeks later or ignore me like the company we currently have a situation with right now. (laughs) Who emailed us yesterday and said, everything's fine. Don't worry, this is absolute lies, is what Mm. they said. This is misleading. Makes sense. Let's go do another one. Well, I'm not sure I should give you that one because you're you're on fire right now. (laughs) So I'm going to give you the the one I was going to give it. The product doesn't do what you said it was going to do, but I don't want to give it that one. I don't want to give it that one. Do that. Do that. Do that. We don't want to give it out. We want to give it out. The person you just transferred me to, let's see, the way you got it is, you didn't just explain my situation to the person you just transferred me to. Now I got to explain for eight minutes everything I just told you. <laughs> that even got past doors. Hey, let's go. These are common complaints. You can Google these complaints. These are common. Tempest, how does that make you feel while you put it in? You know who's notorious for this? I'm calling out companies today. I don't care. You know who's notorious? Comcast. Comcast. Xfinity is notorious for this. You call it with a problem. And they say, oh, I need to transfer you to a tech, uh, technical representative. Okay. Transfer me over at this horrible whole music. Only for them to say, what's the problem? (laughs) Nobody likes that. Nobody. Nobody. Pamela Norris said, went through that yesterday with USAA. Had to speak to six customer service agents and explain my situation. Six times. Well, USAA is insurance for veterans. And of course, all veterans here know Hurry up and wait. We all know that. Yeah, hurry and wait. We are Jerome, Daryl, myself. We all know that is the military. Hurry up and wait. That's that's. I'm, we all know this. I'm not making this up. That ain't. That's been there. It was there before I got there. It was there before they got there. That's been there. So I expect USAA to do the same thing. I surely do. I surely do. Tempest, how does it make? Which part is the worst part? the having to re-explain yourself or the mere fact that they keep transferring you to people who can't fix your problem. I don't know. They're equal. (laughs) Grace said that second one. (laughs) I wanted to say that second one, but I would say they are equal. All right. So let's put it in small business now. I call 
Jerome, I have a problem with the website. Jerome then says, oh, I don't know. Let me, let me call my website guy and see what I can do for you. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing if a couple of things happen. Tempest, tell us what would make it a good thing. If It's a lot of things that need to happen for me to say, I'm going to call you back and see what the website's going to do with the website guy. I need Jerome to know my exact problem. Okay, I need him to say, I understand you're having an issue with the website. Let me make sure I got this correctly. I need Jerome to understand my problem because I don't want Jerome to call the website guy and Jerome say something completely different in my situation. And then he called me back hours later because website people never answer the phone when you call them. And the problem that Jerome or the solution that Jerome gives me is not the solution to the problem. Someone listens, mm. actively listen to what the customer has to say. And then yep, the up yesterday. They are sir, they are trying to put money in your pocket. Don't get mad at them. Get on that level and understand. And then say I will, you know, give reassure them that you're gonna make sure that the problem gets solved so they never have to go through it again. And and get back with them in a reasonable amount of time. Two weeks ain't reasonable amount of time. Mm. Or it's gonna take you a little longer. Call me back and update me. Hey, I'm trying to work on the problem. It's taking a little longer than expected. Okay, then I can calm my nerves down. But silence? That's not gonna work. I got a comment. <laughs> yes, come on, Jerome. Go ahead. The same person. It was giving out bad customer service. <laughs> Last week when I was teaching a class, I had 16 students in the class when I normally may have four or five. Part of the process when I teach is I have to register them. I go to register the students. Out of the, the 16 that are there, 14 of them, their date of birth and last four are incorrect. Yes, they're incorrect. So I take the piece of paper that they give me, hand correct it on the piece of paper, and immediately correct it in the iPad. Okay? So that way I've got it on paper as proof that it was wrong. I update it in, in the iPad so that it'll be right in the system. And I'm thinking everything's okay, even though in the 18 years I've been there, that's never happened before. But you still got to register them and teach the class. So later on the next day, I type a little letter to the young lady to tell her, here's what happened. Oh, and by the way, when the class ended, two of the people in the class came to me and said that their cards had the wrong date of birth on them. I pulled out the paperwork that I corrected, looked at her original document and looked in the iPad, and the original information was still there. So for whatever reason, my iPad didn't save the information I put in there on top of already having the wrong information to begin with. It, 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 I ain't done yet. <laughs> so I was going to fix the two problems, and then my brain said, Jerome, if these two suit stuff is incorrect, maybe the other 14 are incorrect. Don't fix those two. Let the people at the office get all of the students and get it corrected. Okay. Yesterday, <laughs> after I was told on Tuesday she was going to fix it, 
she calls me, I'm not getting paid, and says she can't fix it because she doesn't have access to the data. And I said to myself, excuse me, you're the one that's running the show and you can't fix the stuff in the system? Well, guess what? I went into the system, fixed it, emailed her and said, everything is taken care of. She thanked me, but I wanted to take a grenade to the office, put it in her cubicle and blow everything up. Because I'm sitting there saying, you're getting paid money. I'm not getting paid. But why do I keep doing the work for you? And I wish I knew who was the fault, who was at fault. Because I'm not her boss. Who's not doing what they're supposed to do? I said, Jerome, calm down. Jerome, calm down. But you know what? I have the satisfaction right now of knowing that I corrected those four students in the system, but I don't know if they got the right cards or not. <laughs> PJ said you ain't got the right paycheck either. I mean, I was PJ, Pam Norris, said you ain't got the right paycheck. I just wanted to share that. You're supposed to have her paycheck. But you know well, what? You, you, you said a whole lot right there. Go ahead. Yeah, they're motivating me with ATS. So, you know, the opposite coming is motivating me. This morning, I woke up at 6 o'clock. I was working on my book again. This is firing me up so much. I got to get it done. I got to get it done. So there's some good out of it, too. <laughs> good stuff. There's a lot you said there. The one thing. Tempest, did you want to bring up something? In that? All right. There's this one thing important. I've. I run my companies different than I taught it to Tempest, and then we taught it downward. We have that responsibility flipped. So where me and Tempest, we respond to the responsibility we just gave people under us. Okay, I'm going to say that again. The way it normally works is exactly how Jerome explained it. I'm on the front lines, but I don't have access to it because all the responsibility is above my paycheck. So I can't respond to the customer until I get the I, I get the word from the responsibility people, from the responsible people, to bring it back down to me so I can respond. But we flip that. All the responsibility is with the people, and then we then respond through data and fix the system. And I'm, I'm going to give you a great example. <clears throat> Daryl, let me show you something. This is an even better example. So I'm not even going to use Daryl as an example. I'm going to have Daryl use Phil and Susan as examples that y'all don't even know about. Now, you can't say too much, but Phil and Susan, you have come up with a fantastic thing for them. And they're going to have the responsibility of what? Take it from there. Let me make sure I know what we're talking about. Are we talking about what I think we're talking about? Is yes. I should be talking about? <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. Go ahead and do it because it's a great training point. Okay. It's a great All training right. point. Okay. Well, um, as you guys know, Phil and Susan are incredible and awesome in what they do. And so what we've put in place for our representatives or distributors or those who would market our product, we have a special name for them. So that's my commentary, but I won't get into that right now. But 
we have a special name for our distributors, but Phil and Susan will be responsible for teaching them uh, business etiquette and uh, speaking to influence. So what does that mean? That means number one, they probably need to get Tanisha to help them. That's <laughs> the first thing they probably need to do. The second thing it means is that it's important that we speak the same language, right? So as we interact with customers and we interact with other distributors, we want a consistent flow of how we talk to them or how we communicate with them, which equates to a part of customer service. And the, which also flows into speaking. Of course, that's what they do well. It's coaching exactly. how to do that. So speaking in one voice helps to solve most customer service problems. All right. All right. You said my business. You can't say too much. You can't say too much more because we still, well, it, it, ain't, it ain't that we, not that I'm cutting them off, not that this, I, we, we shouldn't even say it this, but it's a great teaching point, okay? Because here's what's going to happen. I have a strong arm over the media that comes out this company. Period, point blank. You can complain all you want to. I ain't changing. It's not changing. Because any company that makes real money has a strong arm around the media that comes out of it. You can't just make no graphics. You can't just, you can't just change the words that I want you. You're going to say something that I ain't approved. You understand? Now, there's a vision. There's, there's the legal and the moral and the ethical way to say things, and there's also a vision. Don't confuse, Jerome, your knowledge of the legal, moral, and ethical way to do things with my doggone vision. Those are two different things. Just because you know don't mean I approve of what you know because that don't work here. You understand what I'm saying? It don't. It just don't work here. It just don't let my age fool you. I run this company like an old man. Don't get, don't get it twisted, okay? Don't get it twisted. <laughs> now, and Phil and Susan, which are smart and et cetera, are going to be thousands of people. And they are going to have the responsibility while I respond to their responsibility. I'm going to break it down just a little bit more. And I throw it back to Timber so you can get it. But then I, on top of that, I'm only going to respond to their responsibility because Daryl's going to get all the data. They ain't telling you, you know what I'm saying? This ain't working. But Phil and Susan or anybody, not just them, on any level can change something that don't work as long as it fits the vision of the company. If it doesn't, no problem. We'll just say, hey, good band-aid solution but it didn't fit where we're trying to go so next time do this no no nothing wrong it's cool that was one person but the, for the cycle of duplication let's do it this way mm -hmm. you see how powerful that is that means that daryl phil susan whoever can change problems without saying to jerome i don't, I don't have access to that I want you to think about it. It's a great teacher point. Yeah. Uh, no, no, let me let me call in. So I'm sorry, he's on a plane right now. You know what? 
Tempest, we're just going to have to just, no, we can't refund you whatsoever. Sorry. No, no, no. Or even worse, I don't know if you can get this refund. Let's, let's wait until they get off this 24-hour flight till I get back with you. Ain't nobody trying to hear that. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? I want you to take the learning tool from there, okay? There's a learning tool from there. We said some extra information but on purpose. It, to- it totally works. I want you to understand something. This is leaders in the field that have power to actually make change, make change immediately. And even if it's the wrong decision, I still respond to it on the top end or the back end. You understand what I'm saying? I simply respond versus having the responsibility. That's how most organizations run. The good ones. The good ones. That's that's real deep. Some of y'all don't get that. As a matter of fact, let me see. Someone asked me some questions or asked Tempest some questions. We both, we've been doing this forever. PJ just asked a question. Do you have a written shareable vision for the mission of Christ? Of course I do. Of course I have a written, written shareable vision of the company. But that's not, don't confuse vision with culture. Okay? You, you're going to have to understand a couple of things. This is, I'm talking to everybody, okay? Of course we have a written, we wouldn't even be this far if we didn't. The you don't need to. I'm talking to everybody now. Everybody, listen. I'm talking to everybody. You don't need to confuse what you know with what works. This is where it gets different. You see, I'm not married to anything but the mission. Okay, can you share it in chat? I'm, I'll think about that. I might. I, I might. <clears throat> the 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 mission is. Well, let, let me. You hear the mission all the time. Let me let me see. Let me see which way I want to go with this. Two ways. All right. So I'll, I'll answer both. Don't confuse what you want with what actually works. What's the mission of the? the ATS Business University. Let's 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 play this game. Let's let's play this game. What's the mission of the ATS Business University? Not it doesn't matter. I say it all the time and you all know it because there ain't no sense in having a mission that you don't know. Okay? What's the mission? The mission of the church fund and church is to create a church atmosphere with church people feel comfortable enough to invite their own church friends. You see how short that is? If you Google um, Amazon mission or something, short mission. Everybody following that? Does is the mission have to be... Okay, hold on. Does the mission have to be 50,000 pages? Mm-hmm. Mission should be summed up one or two sentences. Go ahead. So I think that was Talisha. Uh, it kind of left my head. I think, isn't it... Um... Making profitable clients more profitable. Okay. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Make make profitable clients more profitable, right? Good stuff. 
good stuff. That's that's the mission. That's I mean that's that's that, that's right. We make profitable clients more profitable. That's it. Period. Point blank. You understand? Know Just that simple. There's another one. Means the same thing. Same thing. That's a hundred percent right. What's my goal? To make all of us All right, there you go. Create a hundred thousand millionaires, making profitable clients more profitable. That's it. It's that simple. It's the vision. Notice what I said. I said, when leadership, you have vision. And let me let me tell all of you. Let me, let me tell you. You got to listen. You got to listen to this. You have to listen to this. But when it comes to customer service, when it comes to longevity of a company, you bump against the vision. You're gonna feel it. No matter who you are, you're gonna feel it. And that's not wrong. I can't. I can't. Let's say me and Jerome. Well, let, let me use somebody else. Let's say. Me and I don't want to use Talisha. Let's see. Me and Michelle G. Okay. Me and Michelle G. I saw court her as my grandmother would say. And she got sixteen year old kids. They got a vision for that family, don't they? Can I just roll up in there and start being a discipline? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, can I just start disciplining? Can I just start changing the vision of this family in this household? So if you won't let me run up in your house that you built with your hands and change the culture of your family. You can't do that with a business. Did I make that plain? It's not the mission, but the vision. The mission is make profitable clients more profitable. We want to make 100,000 millionaires. Okay? That's it. That's it. Now, there is some PR stuff involved when you hear, you know, young black men say 100,000 millionaires, you get afraid of the attorney general saying, so what's going on over there? But it's not an illegal statement. Neither is it one that I'm running from. It sets the scale of this company. Everybody understand what I'm saying? It sets the scale of this company. Simple as that. It tells you I'm not thinking about this call. It tells you that it's, it, it has a reason what Jerome said. Man, it gets, gets better and better. Of course it gets better and better because I ain't thinking about just y'all. I'm the one who constantly says, put it in chat. Put it in chat. Put it in chat. Y'all know that don't benefit y'all, right? The putting it in chat don't benefit y'all. When I upload the video, I upload the chat. So when people come six months from now, they can look at the chat while watching the video. I'm creating a standard here so, so six months from now, imaginary people we ain't met yet can have a good class on this one. Does it make sense to you? So that's the mission and the vision. Somebody put it in the chat since so she wanted it in chat. Make profitable clients more profitable. I want to make 100,000 millionaires. That's the mission. Simple mission statement. Vision says how you're going to do the mission. And that's where the conflict gets at. 
I, I really hope y'all are paying attention because we are now having a conversation that nobody really gets. If you go to college right now and say, write your mission and your vision statement. Actually, if I make y'all write your mission and your vision statement, you're going to struggle. You're going to struggle. And you're going to say, what's the difference between a mission and a vision statement? I'm telling you right now, mission statement is what you plan to do. That's what you're married to. See, I'm married to the mission statement. You can't bump up against that. That's never changing. The vision, I'm not married to. The vision is how we're going to get there. But the vision has message inside of it. Message is what y'all get married to. And you forget the mission. You get so caught up in I'm so young, you need to keep me in check, or this is the way we do it at this church. I'm just, I ain't talking about this company, and I'm just, I'm talking about a church example. I've been a young pastor my whole adult life. I'm serious. It's, it's, it's been the same thing. It's, it's been the same thing. I ain't talking about this. And here's what you need to understand. You quibble over the, over the message and you lose all customer service. This is a very, very important thing. It is here because you were supposed to hear it. It has nothing to do with me if you don't want to hear it, but I assume all of you want to hear it because you're high-quality people. Here is what is factual. Be married to the mission. Date the message. Now back to my example that was needed to be understood. The responsibility is on the people, the leaders. You understand? Don't confuse the mission statement with the responsibility. The lady who told Jerome you know what? Actually, let's not even use that. The lady at Walmart that can't override your void so you can get out the cashier early. Come on. Everybody, we've all been through it. A little dog on red light start blinking, and you like, you know what? I'm going to be here for a long time. Every, all y'all been through it. Right? That little blinking light, that cashier has, a, has enough intelligence and knows the mission statement of the story. I mean, of the story. Right? Mm -hmm. They say she's trained in mission and vision statements prior for her career. I'm sure. Right? But everybody doesn't know it. Okay? PJ does, and some of you do. But do you understand? Well, actually, let, let me say something. I'll address that here in a second. Do you understand that the lady, that this 22-year-old, the 32-year-old cash register lady knows Walmart's save what is it? Do better, save more? Something like that? Yeah, do less, save more. Do less, save more. That know that. Or a guy. They know that. And they know how to hit void on the register. But they can't do it. 
and they can't give you a Walmart is not known for customer service. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And they cannot increase their customer service because their model is a traditional model. Most of your informational age businesses don't follow the traditional model. They don't. If you come from a place of a rigid chain of command, running your business that way in the information age will give it a lesser chance of being successful. This is just facts. This isn't my opinion. This is facts. You run the in you run the industrial age businesses on that rigid chain of command because it's need to know. You understand? Because you got one person doing a job. You got 10 people doing a job that one person can do. But when you actually hire smart people that are gifted and can do things, you can't keep them on a need-to-know basis. You can't. You can't. The only time you can withhold information is when you haven't got stuff approved by a lawyer yet, so you don't want to put out no recorded lies. You understand what I'm saying? Customer service goes in two directions. It goes in direction of the customers and direction of the people who work for you. Tempest knows this better than anybody. Half the things that happen around this company, customer service-wise, that stuff that nobody paid attention to, but you happy it was there, that's Tempest. Real talk. That's Tempest. How fast you get this? What's that? That welcome email? That's Tempest. Tempest thinks about, okay, I just signed up. And then she thinks about, but Tony, they're not going to know what they need to do next. I need to tell them that. And that's what she does. That little stuff nobody cares about, you forget about in 13 days. But in that first 13th hour, you care about it. And it gives you the first impression of the company. So I encourage you. I'm only saying this because Jerome brought up a great teachable example about how his company, I mean, excuse me, that company wouldn't and or couldn't serve him because the lady didn't have access to it. If you talk to Tempest, Deanna, Grace, anybody, they all got access to whatever you need. If it's something specific that you asking me, that's when they double back and say, all right, they, they come and they call me or something like that. But they all got decision-making power. You wouldn't even be here if they did. We wouldn't even be able to launch in a new direction, or take on customers. We got more customers today than we ever had ever. And y'all ain't felt a glitch. As a matter of fact, Jerome said it's got better. 14 classes between Monday and Wednesday were added to the sophomore level. 14. Just to one level. While expanding 
while moving too fast, as some of you would say, while moving too slow, as some of you say, while he's too young, all that stuff, nothing went down. Why? Because the responsibility is not on me. The responsibility is on the Daryl Dillahunties. Oh, yeah, while running for president. I didn't even think about that. Think about that. I, I want you, <clears throat> let me just take this time and say this here. If it ain't clear, you're going to see Daryl do a whole bunch of stuff. He's going to do it with me and Tempest Power. He's been given that. You understand what I'm saying, Jerome? You understand? And that's because Tempest and I, we're not foolish. When you flip, I'm not telling you to do your company like this. Y'all grown. Every company don't work like this. It can't. If my job is to put out fires, I should probably give you the responsibility to deal with that fire. You shouldn't have to go, hey, can you go eight levels up the chain of command and ask him if I could switch from a water hose to a fire hydrant? You should not do that. You, you, you shouldn't have to do that because you're going to die by the time you get an answer back. You know what I'm saying? You're going to die. The responsibility should be on the front line. You do know firefighters ain't calling up to the chief if they can ax this door real quick. I'm trying to show you how organizations have flipped it. The fire department still works because regular firemen and women have responsibility to make changes on site. They ain't got to say, I ain't got access to the axe. I have access to that water hose. That's a perfect example. You understand? Mm -hmm. But if you're in a traditional church, which is beautiful, or in a political organization around the media, you probably don't want people talking on your behalf without some script, making decisions with some nosy criminal investigative reporter. Now you done lost the election because somebody wanted to run their mouth. There's a time and place. Phil said the Army has made that switch. He's absolutely correct. The Army has made that switch. The Western Army is one of the greatest organizations in the world. Take down the captain, no problem. Lieutenant, step up. First lieutenant, step up. He's captain now. Organization never falls. You want to know something crazy? Take down Antonio. This organization is still go. Still go. Won't lose a dime. If I got to be on the flight, still happens. Still quality teaching. But do yourself a favor, and I'm going to push this, because you need to learn it that some of your organizations, you're not even set up for customer service. The second of your organizations, you're simply comprehensive training and encompasses is key to this model. Absolutely. PJ's absolutely right. You need to organize this in a manner in which your organization can handle growth. 
because with growth comes customer service. Some of y'all, uh, Talisha put up earlier, 82% of customers say they never went back to the company. That's 82%. And I must go ahead and tell you that other 18% ain't have a choice because Comcast everywhere. It's the only internet provider. I can't get no other internet in my area but Comcast. I can't. I can't get no other internet. Trust me, me and Tempest tried. I'm serious. They can do whatever they want. I can't do nothing about it. All right, let's do this here real quick. Tempest has some stuff to avoid. Since we own it, since PJ just brought it up, Tempest, you said lack of training on how to handle issues. So that fits right in line with PJ's last chat, I mean, last chat message. And it's part of your script. Lack of training and handling issues is one of the mistakes that you say we should avoid. Can you expound on that? So as you're hiring new employees or gaining volunteers, it's not enough to say, here's our training mo- here's our training manual. Read that. <laughs> Read that. Learn that and move on about the way. You really have to train people on your message, on your method, on how you want customers to feel when they disconnect from you. You have to be intentional about their training or otherwise you're gonna get a, and I'm not bashing Walmart, they're known for this. You're gonna get a Walmart experience or you're gonna get a Comcast Xfinity experience where people don't care and people are not on the same message where you're getting three answers to the same question and no solutions whatsoever. So I, I'm i saying this, I worked at Walmart when I was like 18. And that's exactly what they did. They gave us a thick book, uh, a training manual, and we was in training for two days. It was supposed to be five. And on the third day, they said, we don't need y'all back here no more. We need people out on the floor. And they tossed us out on the floor with no training experience whatsoever. So I had to learn on the job what someone else was supposed to teach me. And I failed because someone didn't take time out to say, this is how you handle situations. This is what you do when you need to avoid a transaction or when someone has a problem, don't just turn on your light. You're supposed to do this, this, and that. It's more than it, you have to be intentional about training if you want to succeed. Now, if you're okay with Walmart's model, then by all means, do that. But if you want to be profitable or if you want to be exceptional, it's more than just saying, here, read this manual. It's really taking the time out to train people on how you want your organization to run. Oh, my Absolutely. goodness. And I- Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Talisha. Now, I'm going to take the same thing she said from a high, uh, different perspective. Go ahead, Talisha. What Tempa said was like right on point because the Absolutely. company I used to work for, being in, they would say, Talisha, fire this person. And I'd be like, wait, we ain't got backup. We still got to train the people before we just fire. Talisha, I just said fire. So you got me firing people, and then you, you got me going to hire somebody else. And when I hire them, you want me to throw them in on the floor two or three days because you need somebody to fill up the spot. And these kids, and then you tell them, you tell them like, oh, you're going to learn next week. And next week come, it's a month. It's two months. It's a year. They never got the training. 
Oh my gosh. Thank you, Tempest. That's what's up. That's what's up. Now, I want to show you something. Just like everything Tempest said. Let's give you a real example of what's happening right now. We're going to, this is for Robin. This is anybody who's gotten a phone call from me or Daryl, mostly Daryl. That's on purpose. This is for you. And this is for any of you who haven't got a phone call for you to listen and pay attention. Because you're going to have to learn how to navigate training, full extensive training, around egos and the protection of culture of your business. And I'll explain. Training, bar none, this company has one of the best training programs, period. You cannot out train us. I'm not talking about training y'all get. I'm talking about, I saw PJ say earlier, like comprehensive training and competence and seat. All my staff is trained. And if you don't feel like you're trained, that's because you ain't my staff right now. You're not. You are being called and prepped to be. But until it is legal, I can't do nothing. Can't do nothing at all. Now I want you to pay attention to this. And what you're going to have to do as a CEO taking this advice is you're going to have to deal with people who got egos. Let me tell you how this works in this company. We don't do egos in this company. We don't. We do not. I'm going to give you all the best hiring advice you can ever receive here in a few seconds. We don't do egos in this company. I'll show you. Daryl, what's the number one rule of this company? No one suffers alone. Now, who did not know that answer? Everybody knew that. Everybody knows that. We don't do egos. You know what else we don't do? We don't do generational quibbles and quabbles and all that stuff. We don't. We don't. If you can't handle me being younger than you, you got to add out. Let's talk about it. If you don't, you got to go. Got to go. You got to go. If you can't handle that you're going to speak there or not me, you got to go. It just is what it is. It just is what it is. It just is what it is. If you can't handle that we say, hey, this is your department. What ideas do you have? And tell us how we can better serve you. You got to go. It's both ways. You say it's both ways? If you can't handle a conversation in which no one suffers alone, you can't be here. We don't have those problems. You know why we don't have those problems? For the number one thing I'm about to teach you right now, it's got two words in it. Fire fast. I fire real fast. You don't fit the culture. I don't care how long you've been here, how much you paid, how old you are, if you used to change my diapers, all that stuff. Got to go. You got to go. You, you absolutely have to go. PJ is absolutely right. High, slow, five, fast. I couldn't have said it any better than myself. Absolutely right. 
If you can't fit the culture, if you won't get along with Phil Susan, I'm not saying this about anybody. I'm just I'm using, I said, let's use a realistic example, right? I said, let's use a realistic example. So this is, these are names that you know. If you can't go to Tempest with Tempest stuff and you try to circumvent Tempest and come to me, that's all right. No problem. We'll just tell you what to do next time. No problem at all. No one suffers long. You didn't know. You did it again. You know what? No problem. It was just sick to you. You did it again. Hey, you know, at this time, that may have a fingertips. I don't know, but we don't want to make sure of that. But we want to make sure it didn't because we don't want anyone to suffer long. We don't want to. We don't know if tempers are suffering. So let me ask you a question. Is there anything that we can do so you don't do that again? Because maybe you're suffering. Maybe I've lost influence with you or Tempest has lost influence with you. Please let us know right now so we can handle it. We work it out. We ain't got no more problems. Whatever it is, we're going to work it out because we're trying to bend and submit to you. No matter what it is. You don't want to work it out? You got to go. You got to go. And I'm real slick with it, too. I'm real slick with it. I'll let you go. And people won't even ask about you the next day. I'm real slick with it. It's been some customers I've let go. go. I dare you to go back and look at some old videos. I dare you. I dare you to go back and look at some old videos and see who's here that ain't, who used to be here that ain't here no more. Got rid of them. Can't do it. Can't do it. Because customers need to be fired too. Customers need to be fired, too. You better respect that. Customers need to be fired, too. Period. And we got a bang-up refund policy. Tempest made, I got caught up one time. Tempest said, this will never happen to you again. Am I lying, Tempest? She said, this will <laughs> never happen to you again. She went and got some legal teams and all sorts of stuff. So my refund policy is cold. This banged up job. Got caught up one time. She ain't never let me get caught up again. Being nice. Process this information. Your customer service goes both ways. What I'm telling you is there's a customer service to your employees too. You're going to have to respect that. You're going to have to respect that. It's a customer service to your employees, too. You have an obligation. Now, if it gets to the point to where your team don't feel like team, that's your fault, leader. Your fault. Always will be. It can't be nobody else's. Can't be. I can't tell you how many times Darren and called me. This is true. Darren and called me many a times. Hey. Tell me about Jerome. What does Jerome need? I'm not lying. Okay. Tell me about Phil and Susan. What's your direction? What would you like to do? Tell me about their needs. Tell me about their wants. Tell me about PJ. I'm not lying. And we had meetings about the importance of PJ, the importance of Robin, the importance of Phil, the importance of Susan. Okay, I got it. I see it. I see it. Okay, tell me more. And then, this is where it switched at. I said, now that you've got this, in, y'all better hear this too. Now that you've got this information from me, Daryl, 
go do it your own way. Any phone call that Phil Susan, PJ, Jerome, look at more names. But I know some of y'all getting ready to get, I, I look at someone that ain't got a phone call yet, but you're going to get one. We just talked about you this week. Y'all that got a phone call from Dell, anything you got, he gave that to you. That wasn't me, and that wasn't Tennis. That wasn't me. I'm going to tell you right now on this recording line, that was not me. That was not Tempest. We gave him the power. That's how you do it. That's how it works. That's how you keep complaints down. But it's all, what, what it makes sense, me putting this man in power, he ain't got nothing. Come on now. Darryl, am I making some sense here? It's all true. It's true. And and you know I'm not a yes man by any stretch of the imagination. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. We we in fact he's corrected me quite a few times. And I don't care. I don't give a damn about corrections, man. He knows this. We talk about this all the time. Man, which one's gonna win? And he say, Well, I think this one. I say run with it. Because it don't make sense for me to have somebody I'm not going to listen to. Now, we ain't never even had this conversation before. But let's, let's, let's add out. Daryl, <coughs> if I didn't listen to you, because that's been about 16 times that I could think of, that you said something that you knew in your genius needed to have be done. And if I was like, no, no, I'm the man, you do this, would you still be here? Well, I mean, in all fairness, I'm going to answer that the politically correct way. Nah. But uh, it would be like I would give you a chance to wake up first. <laughs> in all seriousness, it's, the goal of it is not to be right, right? The goal is to get everything working right. And, and, that, and then that comes from Tempest, you, me, anyone else is that the goal. I'm not trying to be right with whomever I work with. So when we choose people to do particular jobs or whatever, uh, take on responsibilities, it's because they already know how to do it. You know, it's not we want to dictate to someone because that doesn't even make sense to me. So but to answer the question, it's been a number of times we've been on the conversation, been on the phone and talked about various different things that I thought it should go this way. But I'm always respectful because that's the way it, it should be. It's ultimately your decision, how things go. But if I don't tell you the truth or uh, what I see, what's my real purpose? It's no purpose. So, yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Appreciate you. Tempest. Now, y'all going to love this one. Because I was waiting and saving this one for last. Y'all going to love this one. I can't even believe she put it in here. Tempest is, Tempest don't like change, okay? If y'all, don't go ahead and unmute your mic, Tempest, because I want them to hear your reaction. I want them to hear you. I don't want y'all. Tempest don't like change. She don't like change in the weather. She don't like change, and she just don't like change at all. She don't like moving without no plan, and that plan needs to be completely what we call de-risk, Okay? De-risk. 
That means we need to have thought about it enough. See, I'm a risk taker. I am. I'm a risk taker. We need to have thought about it enough before we can move until I convince Tempest the risk is at the minimum. I'm telling dead serious. Am I lying, Tempest? No. Okay. And I'm a, I'm a risk taker. I jump off a cliff from the bungee cord. Um, I got it. It's cool. I'm built that way. I'm built that way. I'm, I'm totally built that way. Yeah, I'm totally built that way. But every time we do something new, it is vetted, I don't know, maybe hundreds of times. Phil says pioneer, pioneer teacher. He's absolutely correct. That's the top two of my <coughs> my thingies that him and Susan did to test on. <coughs> pioneer teacher. I take it. Tempest? I ain't trying to hear all that pioneer crap. Hey, man. If you think about it. But before I ever say something, I already know. Look, I present it this way. And I respect it like a CEO. Believe me. I don't, like, she, she ain't, she don't learn when y'all learn stuff. She learn when the CEO's, the CEO's supposed to learn. You know, do all this stuff. I say, hey, here it is. And then she go, I don't like this, 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 and that. And I say, why? Is you and your ego or is this? And say, no. Then once I feel like not an ego, I say, okay, all right. Let me go. And I go change it. Do, do I go change the tempest? Yes. All right. Go change it and come back. And then boom. That's customer service, ain't it? That's customer service to her. But that's not the point here, but that's customer service to her. Then I bring it back. All right, Tempest. What about, uh, look, Tempalizer, Equalizer, Tempest, Equalizer, Connected. See how we, she, she equalizes me. You, you understand what I'm saying? And keeps me connected to the field. Now, I say, all right, what about this? She goes, I don't know. I still don't know. This, I never get a yes from Tempest without three or four, this, you know, I never get it. And even when I know it's going to work, she never really gives me a yes. She gives me a, if you think so, you know, she gives me one of those. Because her brain is just set up to where I'd much rather have customer reviews first before we do this. But I'm like, Tempest, we ain't got no customers. We can't do it without that. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? We can't do it. Without no customer. <laughs> I can't do it at all. <laughs> <That's funny. coughs> now, Tip has put in something here that just shocked me. And I couldn't believe it. I'm about to read it to you. One of the things you need to avoid is not being willing to call an audible that may go against your protocol. So I did all that talking. I wanted you to know Tempest is Miss Protocol. You understand what I'm saying? But even she and all her protocol fixes it to where she constantly, constantly makes audibles, even though she may not like them. Tempest, can you give us a very lengthy, because this is very teachable, especially coming from you, because you are rigid. You don't like change whatsoever. And you don't like having to change your plan. Give us a few examples, a good lengthy answer of all the ways how you have adjusted and why we continue to adjust 
even though you prefer we get it right the first time? So I would say I'm a little complex means that I do like protocols, but then I also want people to feel included and connected. And then I have empathy towards people, but the other side of my brain is saying, but what about this protocol? Um, so I'm constantly battling myself when it comes to customer service or the policy said, but I also understand people have feelings. So in my mind, when you present things to me, I have a duality going on inside of me where I'm listening to you and I see how it works out, but then I also see, well, this person may feel disconnected if we do it this way. So I put this in um, this script as a mistake to avoid because you don't want to be so protocol focused that you're not people focused. You don't want to hit people with, you know, the rules, and then the rules are crushing people. So we can't say we have a rule of no one suffers alone, but the policies and procedures make you suffer alone. So there has to be some sort of balance, some sort of middle ground. So when it comes to customer service, yes, policies and procedures are necessary, but not at the expense of making somebody feel like no one, nobody over there cares about me. So in my mind, I'm always just, I'm always in battle with myself because I want everybody to feel equal and I want the company to be important as well and run properly as well. Um, so I don't really have an example per se, but you know, well, I can't say you know, but I know inside of me when something when a rule needs to be bent so someone can feel comfortable or someone can you know feel a little bit better about themselves so i, I would is that a big fight for you is that a big fight for you because you like rules i'm the one that don't like them it's not a big I, fight okay so break it down why it's not a big fight yes i like rules yes i need a plan but not at the expense of someone else so I'd rather let someone be comfortable. I'll sleep better at night if someone can be comfortable versus I'm sticking to the rules. Now, if you're trying to get over, that's a different situation. If you're trying to get over, then the, I said what I said. The rules apply. But <laughs> Okay, so let's break that down. Let's break that down. Because that's, that's what I was looking for. I was looking for that right there. If someone's trying to get over on me, Tell them how I react versus how you react. You, I'll go back to my example earlier today. Kayla, Jason, sounds like you are in great harmony with yourself. Without you know, okay, thank you because sometimes I feel like I'm not in harmony. So thank you, Jay. <laughs> um, if someone tries to get over on you, you are all you know. Oh, okay, you know, maybe they're having a bad day or yada yada yada. Where I am, like, you know what? That's not going to work. Oh, uh, we going to flip a table or you going to get in line. Basically, is how that's going to go. And you need both because sometimes, need both. sometimes people need some grace and you need to allow people to make mistakes. But then sometimes, all right, 
All right. I get far yes. more grace and tips. Far yes. more. <laughs> but sometimes you're all right. That's enough. That's you know better. By by now, you know not to touch the soul while the fire is on, right? By now you know not to get burnt. So I don't know. It I think everybody is like that to some extent. Oh, every, no, well, everybody is like that to some extent, but you have something that keeps you in check. And you said it maybe six, seven times. At one point, you even said, because I'd rather them sleeping well at night. You said it. You said, versus at the expense of people. Mm-hmm. And at the expense of people, then makes you bend to break rules. Mm-hmm. That is. That's customer service. I need you do understand that your good customer. You say, oh my God, this is such good customer service. You only think it's good customer service when someone broke a rule for you. It's the truth. You don't think it's good customer service when someone follows standard operating procedures. You think it's good customer service when they found the rule they weren't supposed to tell you about a loophole. When they discounted your drinks, discounted your meal because it was a hand in your food, you is good customer service. <laughs> it is good customer service when someone has bent or broken a rule. That's the only time we say it's good. If everyone followed the rules, we'd never tell them about that restaurant. We may come back. We may not. It's cool, but it didn't bother me. I don't feel no way about it. It's only good when we feel like the experience was just for us. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, Phil says Tempest wants to create clarity. You want to break it down, Tempest? I don't know how to break it down, but I do need clarity in all situations at all times. So when, okay, so when you come to me with a new idea, I need to go, I need to disconnect from you and process it to where it's clear for me. And normally that takes me a little bit and I call you back and I say, hey, I have a couple of questions because some things are unclear for me. So I, for me and my personality, I can't make a move unless it's, unless it's clear. Or if, if I do make a move, I'm asking questions every step of the way until you make it clear. Not just with you, that's just me everybody oh, child, you know i've been doing with you eight years third. now well try 32 years or almost 32 years i do it with my mm-hmm. mom okay so what you mean by this and then she has to break it down and i'm not being disrespectful but i do need things to be clear before i can say yes or no well there's something interesting here that there's a couple of interesting things here that y'all should have caught. For one, empathetic tippers ain't that empathetic when it comes to business. You should have caught that. I am far more me with my mean self <laughs> when it comes to business and people. I'm Tempest. I am. When it comes to business and people, I am Tempest. When it comes to business and people, Tempest become Antonio. And I'll tell you why. And I, I know why. I know why. But let me let PJ talk to this raise hand. Go ahead, PJ. 
Hi, I know I ain't said nothing in a good while, but I got to say something on that. Tempest got the empath stuff, yes, but that's that's what you call boss babing and boss lady stuff. You, there's a time to be a tiger and a panther when it comes to your business, but when you're dealing with people to keep your business, you'd be pulling that other part. So I applaud that because you got to have both of those to win. That's all I wanted to say. Absolutely. No, no, absolutely. You got to know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Machiavelli, right? The, the, the lion and the fox. You, you got to know when to be a lion. You got to know when to be a fox. Absolutely. Tempest knows. I know. And we both apply it in different situations. Tempest is not so nice in business. <laughs> She's nice on the... Let's end with this thing. She's nice on the front end and Tony on the back end. I'm Tempest. I'm the exact opposite. I'm Tempest on the back end and Tony on the front end. Real talk. I'll show you. I know exactly why. Tempest thinks about all of y'all before y'all get here. Oh, my God. We gotta, oh, my God. We got to make sure. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Let's do all that stuff. But they're back here. And this is the doggone root. You understand? Now, I'm going to equalize this. I ain't lying. I'm not lying. You, you, look, look don't, let, don't let her fool y'all, okay? <laughs> CJ say, mine on my money, money on my mind. Don't let her fool y'all. I mean, did y'all see the way she handles Zoom and I handle Zoom? Y'all ain't never seen a alive Tempest. She is ready. She is ready. And they're going to get a call. She, she going to get email and a call. She is ready. I didn't already let it go. I mean, you know, it's done for me. It was, it was done when she swiped my card and I got the email. It was done, right? I got to work out. I got to, then we got to go buy the big one again. You know what I'm saying? But we wanted to at least do this call. You understand what I'm saying? Because now we got to, so we have unlimited stories. Now we got, we have basically all the things that's ever been recorded in two years. We ain't got access no more. It's all deleted. Every call we've ever done in two years. The good thing is, I got it all backed up. I don't play. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like, I don't, it's all backed up. Because me and Tippett have different strengths. We have different strengths. I'm always ready to lose everything because I come from nothing. You understand what I'm saying? I'm always ready to lose everything at any time. I came from nothing. So I got this backed up. <laughs> I got this backed up, right? Makes sense. Now, here's Tippett. <laughs> The reason why Tempest, and I really want y'all to focus on this, because this is going to determine how you do customer service. Both of them are right. You just want to double down on what's better for you. Okay? You just want to double down on what's better for you. Tempest cares about the person. I care about people. There is a big difference. I'll break it down even more. Tempest cares about PJ. I care about what PJ makes other people feel like. This is, I will, we're fundamentally different in this area. We're, all Tempest can see is PJ. All I can see is how PJ made people feel. You get it? All Tempest can see is Jerome is going to feel this way. All I can see is the collective is going to fit in the mission and 
feel this way. And that makes us react two totally different ways every single time. I can't break this down to you more than I'm breaking it down to you right now. I'll repeat it. Tempest cares about Zoom and how they made Antonio embarrassed. How dare you? I'm serious. And then you lie to him. And until they know, until they know, she going to fight that battle for me like nobody else. She did the same thing for y'all. Antonio would be thinking completely different about what happened to Antonio. Because all I see is the mission and how this large number of people fit into it. If you ask Tempest, <clears throat> if you say, Tempest, could you kill one to save a thousand? She would absolutely be able no. Look, look at her face right now. You ask me that. Yes. Yes, I can. Absolutely, I can. Absolutely, I can. I'm a highly decorated soldier for that thought process, right? I'm, of course, I can. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> of course, I can. Of course, I think that way. That's why I'm because I'm, the mission is what I'm married to. And the collective is parallel with the mission. So I'm also married to the collective. Campus is married to the mission. And for her, ain't no mission without PJ. Without Talisha. You get it? For me, there's no mission without the collective. You can hear it in each way we talk. Every time we talk, I'm always talking about collective and long-term results. Here's how it's going to be over short-term. Here's how it's going to be over long-term, etc. Tempest is always in the now. Always. And neither of these are wrong. This is what I'm trying to get you to see. You, you, if you have both in a company, it makes a great company like me and Tempest have. It makes a great company if you have both. This is why I run the tip and say, hey, I got this. And then she goes, you didn't give a single damn about anybody. You didn't care nothing. Where is PJ in this? I ain't lying. I'm not lying. She comes to me and says, where, where is, can you stop treating people like they numbers? And can you please, can you please think about the PJ that took all these classes? You can't give her one certification. I swear to God, that was a real conversation. That's a real conversation. I'm not even playing. That's a real conversation. I ain't lying. That was a real conversation. She on every call. She took every class and she went back. You better not give her one certification. <laughs> so I get on video. And just in case y'all, y'all wondering, right? If you did all of it, you get four certifications. Because, right? TJ's happy. Tip is happy. And I ain't getting stones thrown at me, right? Because that's what Tempest does. Is it wrong? Of course not. Is it right? Of course not. It just works when you double down on your strength. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It would have been just fine. Question. Oh, go ahead, PJ. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Sorry. Tempest, I asked you, is it true what he's saying? But, but, but mostly, as he's describing you, I'm trying to follow it. 
when you do all that though, are you not really thinking about the future just as much as he's thinking about the future, but not just the now, but not the way he thinks about it. But you're looking at how each peg affects the whole in the long run. Is that more you or am I or am I misunderstanding that? Um I would say you are right. Because, yes, I'm thinking about PJ now, but I'm thinking about other PJs down the road. Or, and, I'm, or, and also thinking about PJ herself down the road. You know? So, I would, yeah, I'll say you're dead on. And the, whole ATS, on. and the whole ATS down the road. How each little component affects the whole ATS down the road as well. No, that's more me. No, no, no. That's but the way, the way she does it is like a stepping stone by stepping stone, one by one, versus the whole collective at the same time is what I'm asking. But oh, she's still absolutely. thinking the end success product like you of the company, the business, the success. Or else why would she of be course. doing what she... Yeah, so yeah, that's what I was asking. Okay. Oh yeah, of course. Got of it. Course. You want to speak to that sentence? Thank you. You want to speak to that? Tempest is a far greater CEO than I am. I, I say that all the time. Yeah, this, I say that all the time. I'm not a CEO, I'm a leader. I will cut you off if I need to. Okay. But I will. And then I will. <laughs> no, 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 no. If we hanging from some sort of you know between mountains, somebody got to be cut off so I can save these five up top. You got to go. You got to go. It sounds wrong, but I bet you if you above the top, you appreciate it. Because my personality type and the way I'm drawn is I make hard decisions when no one else can. And you can't think about the pig step by step and make those hard decisions. You know what I'm saying? This isn't right. It's certainly not wrong. It makes for a good CEO my way. The same way Tempest makes for a good CEO her way. Now, if you're opposite of me, if you haven't trained yourself to receive and allow, you don't like nothing I'm saying. Which proves you're not a good CEO. Because the people in your organization are like me. This whole time, y'all thought when it came to this company, Tempest was more empathetic than me. That's not even close to the truth. Not even. Not close. It's not even. It's, it's like 90-10 apart. 90-10. It's 90-10. I'm telling you, I'm 90 empathetic. Tempest is 10. 10. Now, as a person, as an individual, it's 90-10 other way. Tempest is well, just 110. Tempest is 100. And then it's 100 zero. Tempest is 100, and I'm at a zero. You get it? Because once you put me one-on-one, when you put me one-on-one, I lose power. So I don't like one-on-one coaching. Come on. Some of this makes sense. 
Go, go ahead. You can ask your question. I understood when when you said that's why I figured when when you just said what you said, I said okay, that's why he don't like one on one coaching. But I never would have thought I would heard you say that. <laughs> of why you know you say if you put me on one on one, you lose power. I ain't never seen that. I lose power. You put one. You put Tempest one on one. She's a giant. She built that way. You put me one on one. I'm like, can you move so I can go get to this crowd over there? Can you get your? Can you get out the way? There's a crowd over there. And need saving or something. I don't. You understand what I'm saying? I'm serious. I'm dead serious. I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. I understood that as a pastor, it affected the way I discipled. I had to. I sucked at discipleship. I had to learn because I'm always trying to go get the. I'm always trying to go evangelize for the way I'm built. I'm always trying to grow. You know and stuff. Now I got rid of that problem way before this company existed. Now I am. I'm not even balanced. I'm 100% on both. I take discipleship extremely seriously. And I take uh, evangelism extremely seriously. I had to, to learn how to, how to tap into both. Here's what should be gained and, and understood. You got to be who you are, obviously. You should definitely get a business partner because if you're doing business by yourself, you ain't that good. Because remember, you're just your personality type. And if you can't accept that, it proves you're a bad CEO. If you can't accept anything I've said thus far, it proves you're a bad CEO. Because I've accepted everything in chat, everything from Tempest, everything from everyone that everyone has said. It doesn't bother me. This is why I could be more empathetic because the mission is so large that being mean to you is going to stop me from getting to the mission. So listen, let's just calm down and let's work this out. So I can get, okay, you good? Good. You get your ass back to the mission. <laughs> I'm telling you who I am. I'm telling you. And you run to that. If you tempest, it's the exact opposite. I love the way PJ said it, step-by-step page. But the mere fact that TJ even said pigs, I mean, Tempest sees the pigs. I don't see no doggone pigs. I see shapes. <laughs> I don't see the pig. When PJ said pigs, she meant, she, she, she saw it was green. It was wooden. You can see it. She saw the wood grain. I don't see all that. I saw a circle. And where can this circle go to make these clients more profitable? You, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but Antonio, Antonio, mm-hmm. with your training, and Daryl just said something about, yeah, that's the way y'all were trained. But with your training, you may not see the colors, but you know those pegs can also be landmines. So you see them too, just in a different way. Well, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's that's fair. I, I see them. I, I do see them that way. Right. I, you, you're absolutely right about that. But I'm gonna tell you every day, Tempest is always gonna be a better CEO than me. She, if she was. Preacher, she'd be a better pastor. I'm gonna tell you that every chance I get, it's the truth. And if you got, you gotta be, you gotta have that self awareness to know. I know I'm not better than Tempest at a lot of stuff. The good thing, this man, man, Daryl was talking about this here. The good thing is, I don't want to be. I ain't in competition with Daryl. Daryl, go out there and be a genius, boy. Go on. I ain't mad at you. Mm, get them folk. Do that thing you do. 
you know, be smart. I ain't in competition with Dow. I don't plan to be. I ain't in competition with Tiffany. I don't plan to be. I don't want to be nobody but me. And double down on your style of couple customer service. If you avoid stuff that makes you average, you have fantastic customer service. You understand? You have fantastic customer service. Best family needs Bobby's and daddy's types. You're right. <laughs> She's right. She's right. Good. Tempest, give us a few more words and final thoughts. No more words. Just thank you all for being here. You're just I... waiting to call Zoom. That's all. <laughs> You're just waiting. You're just the, waiting. It's not Zoom that I want to call. It's the other thing. Oh, okay. All I right. have a word for them, and I can't wait. I know you do. But thank you all. This has been the most entertaining training, I think, of all time. I enjoy it. Y'all like me shooting myself. This is better than me. Bow. Bow. I know, I know. I get it. I get it. Nah, nothing wrong with that. No. Notice that Tiffany's going to call these people, and I'm not going to spend a dime until she tells me to do so. What? I and wish that's you would credit card. <laughs> so you see it? You see it? That's what we talk about this whole time. You got to know when the default. Because what's going to happen is her leadership is going to raise my, let me lower my cost. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you got to know when people will lower your cost. And that's what Tempest did. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Tempest, you want to give us your sweet little voice <laughs> with your non empathetic self? <laughs> Whatever. Thank you all. <laughs> Thank you all so much for being here. I hope y'all have an excellent weekend. Please be safe and we'll see you next time. Love you too, Phil. All right. Love you more. Appreciate y'all. I want to talk to you about your goals and your dreams. What are you waiting for? You waiting for someone to dress you in success? Yeah, that's not going to happen. Life was meant to be about laughter, joy, and abundance. There's no shortage of money, and success is your moral obligation. But you're still in a thinking mode. Haven't quite worked your way to saying yes. It's time for you to work, grind. Your business needs you to move from a walk to a run. You have been praying for this opportunity. You've been waiting for owners who will look out for your best interest and send most of the money back into the field. Well, ATS is that company. This is what you have been praying for. So now it's on you. Will you care enough about your business to actually take all the freshman level classes? Will you care enough about your business to move towards the sophomore classes and beyond? Over here, we're giving away all the information that takes you to get the six and seven figures and beyond. Over here, we're not satisfied until 97% of our company is actually making money. We're not looking to get rich. We're looking to make you rich. And by default, we'll share an experience of that success with you. You will learn how to do all social media ads. Here, you will learn how to get on a sales call and convert energy into income. Here, you will learn how to code your own app for your business, set up your social media pages, and learn how to build million-dollar sales funnels. And we will give all that information to every single person who wants it. If you want to quadruple your retirement, this is the place. If you want to bring a customer into the company and have the company do most of the work for you to keep them paying you every single month, this is the place. If you want to benefit from the company's success, this 
is the place. If you want a company to email your customers money-making tips every single day that keeps them loyal to your downline, this is the place. You and I both know the world and how we used to make money, it has changed. You and I both know that all the tactics that you used to use to produce good results, they don't work the way they once did. How many people do you know that have not adjusted to this information age and now they are out of business? Ask yourself, how much more time do you have to waste and be out of business? Here's my advice to you. Stop passing up on opportunities because you're afraid to take another loss. Fear is the enemy of wealth, and comfort is the repellent of millions. Will you answer the call? Or will you just get excited and be like, wow, this is a great video, and do nothing? The choice is yours. Let us celebrate your retirement. Let us celebrate your millions. Let us celebrate you and break you through the glass. This is ATS, and this is your moment. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world, not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions, $22 an hour, paid training. And I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True. But it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter. And that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful 
tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out uh, review and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's zip, Z I P, recruiter, R E C R U I T E R, ziprecruiter.com slash B to B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ziprecruiter.com slash B to B. It's also in the show notes.